happy Wednesday, everybody, but welcome back to the Snakes Cast. Welcome back to Todd Campbell. Hey. And welcome back to the topic of growing and building things in board games. So we finished talking about Topiary on Monday, mm-hmm. and I hinted at the end of that episode that there were a couple of games that were very much like that, and one that has come out almost as recently, just a little older, but which is absolutely fabulous, is Photosynthesis. Yes. Tell us about this. So Photosynthesis has a very strange theme. You are growing... <laughs> This is a very common theme, pardon the pun, <laughs> in these episodes, methinks, but go for it. You're growing trees. You're growing your trees and hoping that the sunlight catches your trees so they can grow even more. So you're, you're, uh, you're moving around the board, uh, uh, throwing down seeds which are going to grow, and the sun will revolve around the board. You've played the game, yes? I have. What do you think of it? I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. to begin with, and then I started to see patterns. Mm-hmm. And I st- Now, I've played this three-player once and two-player the rest of the time, which seems to be a common theme for me right now. Right. But I started to see it like chess. There are openings. Mm. I feel like there are openings. I feel like... Because you start the game with two trees on the board, which you place alternately with the other players. And I feel like there are certain places you want those trees to go for maximum benefit. And I feel like once your opponent does one thing, that gives you four or five options for your next choice of what to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a game of funneling. Yes. Um, I was very excited when I heard about photosynthesis. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I love weird themes. For sure. Growing trees. Come on. Right? Yeah, and it's such a beautiful game. Uh, the trees are little uh, 3D cardboard sculptures. Uh, they're they're beautiful. This, uh, this game with four players in full mm-hmm. swing is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I didn't like it. Right. I did not like it. I played it once, and, um, and, and that's probably not fair. I should probably play it another couple times before I make a final judgment. But it was punishing. It is. It's it, very punishing. If you don't know what you're doing... And you, the first couple of moves you make, if you make a, a, a wrong choice, you could be actively losing a game for an hour. So it's, it is very much an abstract game. And much like a game like chess, if you make a mistake too early, you're, you're done. I do think I would agree with that. And I think this is also one of those games that you cannot fairly teach somebody new if you know it well. No. Because you will obliterate them. Yes. And I've had that experience. And there's no catch-up mechanic. No, there isn't. And the only thing you can hope for... A canny player who plays this game just won't... Because you get the points in this ultimately by Mm -hmm. harvesting your trees once they're fully grown. Yes. Um, So I get my tree to its highest level, and then I chop it down to make room for more trees, and I get points based upon how close to the center of the board it was yeah however if i leave that tree there and never do anything with it if it's at its highest as with topiary it will block everything behind it that is lower from the sun so wherever the sun is pointing from if it's in the middle of the board everything on the other side of that tree isn't going to get seen and that can really really damage somebody's ability one turn i could be getting 16 photosynthesis points to use later on Mm -hmm. and then the sun moves one sixth around the board and it's blocked and i get four yeah, and I suddenly am so limited, and and you have to spend those points. And the more the bigger your tree gets, the more points you have to spend to grow it further. So if you're only getting three or four points in the middle of a round, you're mm-hmm. stuffed. Yeah, or you could be stuffed. I feel like this is a game where if you purchased it to play with a specific group of people, you learned it all at the same time, and yes. you kept playing it together, you would enjoy it. But to play with multiple experience level with the game is just not great. I would agree with that. 
Yes, I, I think it, I think it's good. I think people yeah. should absolutely try it, but I think it has its flaws. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those games that you want to maybe come into a cafe and try, you know, come into Snakes, play one totally, of our copies, totally. and then decide whether you have the right set of people to buy it for. Yes. I would not recommend buying this game straight off the bat yeah. without trying it first. Totally. One I would recommend buying, personally, mm-hmm. is a wonderful building game called Quadropolis. Tell me about Quadropolis. So the idea in Quadropolis is that you are you're, you're collecting buildings mm-hmm. from a central grid and building them into your personal city. But the reason that this grid is so important and what kind of ties it in very obliquely, I must admit, to the topiary concept is you're placing somebody on the outside of the grid and the thing that they're pointing at mm-hmm. is what you get to take. And if I place somebody on the outside that says three, and I put them at the top of column number one facing down, I will be taking the third building in that column. Right. And no one else can place facing down into column number one. For Mm -hmm. that round, I have taken it. And so you have limited spaces that you can go in, Mm -hmm. and... Your, the piece that you place out there will determine the piece you take and place onto your city. And they all score differently. Right. So if I score, if I'm building apartments, the higher they are, the better they are. If I'm building parks, they want to be next to apartments, if I remember rightly. Uh, shops want to be close to factories, I think. I don't mm-hmm. remember the full detail. But everything has a slightly different category for how it scores. Right. And you play through however many rounds, mm-hmm. and whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. But I just, I really like that logic of having to carefully select what you're going to build mm-hmm. because it also determines where you get to put it on your grid. Right. And that's what's so interesting is you're determining what you're taking and you're determining where you put it. And it's a Days of Wonder game. So, of course, it's it's beautiful to look at and yes. the pieces are all great. Yes. Uh, and yeah. you don't like it. No, I. Oh. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I thought no. that's where that was going. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, uh, I played half a game of it when it first came out right. and I haven't had a chance to play a full game yet but I've been very intrigued by it right um, it, it didn't grab me but I really want to try it again I think one of the things that interested me so much is how early in that game you can mess yourself up and it's not in the same way mm. as photosynthesis where you play a losing game but if you're trying to get the most points I think there's one thing for example uh, is it civic buildings I think you get one you get points for them based on how many different quarters of your grid your personal grid mm-hmm. contain a civic building at the end of the game oh. and you can mess yourself up by blocking yourself out of being able to place one in this place right. or forcing yourself to place it next to something that might not gain it as many points right um locking an apartment building in such a way that you're not really going to be able to place there again very easily mm-hmm. like there's lots of ways that you can mess up and so it's a very long think and you might not realize till round four that in round two, your first move of round two, you botch something up that's going to stop you from getting as many points as you could. Mm. And so it's a big forward planning game, but you don't know all the information because the central grid refreshes every round. Right. right. So it's interesting in that sense to me. And the other thing is you also have to power your city and populate it in order to <laughs> score points. And that can be really hard. And making yeah. sure that you've actually not got wastage at the end because you lose points for having things that you can't place on your city. and things uh-huh. it, it, it gets quite complicated. It's less complicated than it sounds, but more complicated than it looks. Okay. <laughs> if that makes any sense to yeah. anybody. But I really enjoyed it. And I think it's an interesting strategic challenge. Right. Uh, and I recommend people try it for that reason, I think, as much as anything. Great. Um, just a slightly different way of thinking. Yeah. And building cities definitely not as weird of a theme as some of the stuff that we've talked about. That's true. Um, but why don't you tell me about a really common theme that everybody does in their everyday life of growing bamboo and having a panda eat it? Ah, 
Takanoko. <laughs> Strange theme, great game. It is, it is. So the the story of the game is that the uh, uh, the Emperor of China is visiting the Emperor of Japan, and they to celebrate their newfound peace, he has gifted him a giant panda. And then the Emperor says to his courtiers, go out and make me a fantastic Zen garden to house my panda and feed him bamboo. It's a great little game. It's it's interesting with, with Takanugo because... Um, it often looks like it will be easier than it is. I don't think it's a complicated game. Right. Often people get tricked by the fact that there's this cute little panda on it that's going to be almost a kid's game. Mm. And it's not. I mean, it is um, more of what we... It's things and lots of things we would call a yellow sticker game. We talked about this three weeks ago with Jay uh, when we were talking about curating a library. And the yellow sticker is something that will take a little longer to teach. Mm-hmm. And for someone who maybe doesn't know games that well, it might not be that intuitive to pick up because it contains some slightly more in-depth mechanisms, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah so it's not, it's not as simple as the box might make it look. Yeah. And it, you have objective cards in it. There are three different types of objectives. One's about uh, having various colors of the tiles within the Zen garden in particular shapes. Mm -hmm. Another one is about having various stalks of bamboo growing either on specific tiles or just uh, numbers of stalks of bamboo. And the other is about the panda eating. Every time you move the panda to a space that has a a bamboo, it will eat a piece of bamboo and you put it on his belly on your player board. Which is so cute. So cute. (laughs) And except for the one where you're, you're collecting bamboo, you don't have to have anything to do with growing the bamboo or having the tiles in there. It's just if it exists within the game board on your turn, you can score those points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a very simple game. It also has the world's most amazing deluxe edition. Yes. Um, the bamboo in that version grows to be almost, I think, 10 inches tall. The panda <laughs> is, like, fits in a clenched fist. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's huge and it's amazing. And you need the world's biggest table to play it, but it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a wonderful game. And again, unusual theme, wonderful gameplay and I think it stands out, again, because the theme isn't quite what you'd expect. Yes. The only thing I have against it, actually, is something that uh, Emily brought up in a podcast last year, which is that the box art does not represent the artwork in the game. Oh, it's true. The panda's very cute, the gardener's very cute, but the whole game itself isn't very cartoony, other than the chibi design of the people. That's true. It's actually a fairly like the art is fairly representative of what would be there mm-hmm. uh, in a non-cartoony way and i think that's that's slightly misleading for some people a bit yeah well let's come on to the weirdest theme of all so far all right let's talk about planetarium yes so this you know about i know nothing other than the fact that it looks gorgeous i do and that's why i i picked up a copy of it because the the box art was so great it's this this glossy black cover with a planet and an asteroid bursting into it and flame shooting out it's, it's just amazing uh the game itself is a very simple abstract strategy game you have various planets that are orbiting around a central sun and you are creating these planets by crashing them into asteroids or crashing asteroids into them to seed them with various elements interesting um, so am i growing or building um or chiseling <laughs> I don't know. What you, let's just what call, you call this it. a let's call this a, a, an it's, it's, amalgam of everything. It's like you're creating the universe. Right? That's kind of awesome, isn't it? It really, it really is. It really is. And you have objectives that you're trying to do where you are. Uh, you need to get certain elements into planets. Perhaps make them habitable. Maybe make them not habitable. Maybe make them a huge sulfuric wasteland. Get them into a certain orbit around the sun so you can score points at the end of the game. Uh, it's very abstract, but it's it's sort of the game where you want to 
throw on some classical music and create a create a galaxy. That sounds so cool. It's really great. I need to play this game. It's yeah. been on my watch radar for quite some time just because mm-hmm. I saw it, I think, on Twitter. And the artwork was so beautiful, I wanted to know what it was. It is. And um, it's so simple. Yeah. It's really simple. It's about a half an hour game. It's, oh, that's great. Yeah. Half an hour game about creating the universe. That, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We'll need to look into that. Well, I think that's all we've got time for for today. Uh, we're going to come back on Friday and talk about some of the more complicated and a couple of really wacky games. Not necessarily quite such wacky themes, but very wacky games. So join us on Friday and uh, hear a few more games about growing and building things. See you then. Bye. Bye.